Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats. What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. It is a breaking news day, so we are glad to have you. You have to hear what is going on in the world of sports. But to give it to you on the far left side, that is Slick Rick Uger. You already know who that is. Uh, to his right, the brilliant, and I mean brilliant, Joy Taylor. She do be talking. Shout out, Joy Taylor. <laughs> um, and to my right, my guy, Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. Two five, two lives in the building. Well, you all are in the building. We're glad to have you because the news of the day, Lamar Jackson given the non-exclusive franchise tag. What does that mean? The Ravens are going to pay him just north of $32 million. But more importantly, any team can come in, offer two first-round picks to the Baltimore Ravens, and offer Lamar Jackson a price that Lamar Jackson wants. Any team essentially can negotiate to take Lamar Jackson off of the Ravens' hands, and the Ravens have the opportunity to match. This is a huge and I mean huge deal, Lamar Jackson getting the, non-exclu- getting the non-exclusive franchise tag. Mm. But let's tell, let me tell you what other people want. Okay. This is a win-win, Lamar getting the non-exclusive tag. This is the best case scenario for all parties. Why? Because in order to ensure that Lamar Jackson does not get underpaid, he needs to pull the market and see who's willing to pay him the most money. In order to ensure that the Ravens do not overpay Lamar Jackson, they need to pull the market to make sure they are not going to pay Lamar Jackson any more money than anybody else is going to pay him. So Lamar Jackson can maximize his earning potential by being non-exclusively tagged. And the Ravens, they can minimize their earning spending by making sure Lamar Jackson is non-exclusively tagged. Let me give it to you all like this. If you want to increase price then you got to increase demand. It's very simple. Y'all know this from your marketing classes. Y'all know this from your econ classes. If you want to increase price, you have to increase demand. Well, the only way to increase demand is to increase the teams that are bargaining for you. Now, in theory, all 31 teams could have the opportunity to, to bid on Lamar Jackson. 31 bidders increases demand, increases money. But if you want to accurately pull how much something is worth, you got to survey the landscape of the market. Now the Ravens have the opportunity to survey how much are all 31 teams willing to pay Lamar Jackson. This could not be a more perfect situation for both Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar will get as much money as anybody is willing to pay him, and the Ravens will pay no more money than anybody was willing to pay him. I love it, but Shady, you've been paid a lot of money in your NFL career. Highest paid running back for a couple years. Couple of them. That's why you got the watch. Um, Shady, what is your reaction to the Ravens using the non-exclusive franchise tag? I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I really am. I, I knew that it, it would be a, a tough negotiations. Obviously, it's going on two years, but they're gambling here, right? And listen, I love the gamble. You know that. But some things you don't gamble against. Uh-oh. And Blackjack, when a dealer has an eight showing yeah, yeah. and I got a six, yeah, yeah. I don't double down. Not at all. And I, I feel like Not they're doing all. that. So let me get this straight. Right, because I've been in the league for a little bit. Let me get it straight. So okay. with the non-exclusive um, um, yep. franchise tag, right? So any he could bid with any team to get a contract. Yes, sir. Right, and if and let's say it's two hundred million dollars guaranteed, the Ravens have to match that, yes, or they let him walk and they get two first round yes, picks. Sir, that's it. I hate that's that it. move. Because my thing is like, you have a winner. Lamar Jackson's like forty six and seventeen as a winner with the Ravens. Yes, sir. And without him at quarterback, 
you lose games. Mm-hmm. That's just proven. That's not my opinion. That's what happens. That's facts. Okay, so now you, you, you could potentially lose him, and you think you're being smart by, okay, Lamar, you think you're worth $200 million contract, guaranteed, go out there and find one, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. That's it. Now, either it's like, go out there and find one, and then we'll match that, and they don't have to do the negotiations because it's been tough for them mm-hmm. for some reason. Or you like, well, you know what, hey, man, if they go, somebody going to pay you that much money, I'm cool with the results. And if you walk, we'll get the first-round picks. I don't like that because now you're not really competing or contending for a championship. You're not, you're not contending for an AFC championship. Mm-hmm. You might not even win your division. So I don't like the move. Anybody would love to have Lamar Jackson. I, and I talked about the, the, the Falcons mm-hmm. being one of the main options, and I heard – I've seen a report that they're not one of the teams, mm-hmm. but I've seen that before because mm-hmm. – the Browns said the same thing about Deshaun Watson. Correct. Oh, we, we're not going to pursue him. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They gave him the, the, the most guarantee of history. Later. So I don't know, man. I, I don't like this move. Ravens, you must know something I don't know. They must, or they will find out either way. Slip, where you at? Uh, do I get extra – I get econ credit, uh, 101 credit for that opener? <laughs> Having heard that, I feel like I, I, I got a lecture on that. That was very good. Uh, you guys are looking at the money aspect, aspect of it. Pay me the money, Slick. I'm looking at the relationship. <laughs> I'm going to look at the relationship. That's fair. And the relationship to me – it was clear. Like, yeah, you guys have been in a relationship, and it's like, I- I'll call you. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, oh, you see, I, hey, I, we got to get together. I'll call you. But the call never comes. Mm. The call never came for the Baltimore Ravens and, and Lamar Jackson. This, this is my not surprised face when it comes to where we are right now. Yeah. I, I felt as if I saw this coming because – they weren't committed to him. And if you're Lamar Jackson and you're a league MVP, you got to feel some kind of way that yeah. you did that That's for true. this yeah. team and they are not committed to you. So I'm actually just thankful that we got to this because we're not going to, it's not going to be dragged out. We're going to find out exactly who wants Lamar Jackson. Oh, and I would fully expect that that's where he's going to end up. And then we'll see who actually won this battle between the two, then they decided to have a divorce. Who, who's going to end up with the kids? Because uh, that's where I see it going. Joy, what's your reaction to all of this? I think they're saying that they don't really want him that much. If you did, you wouldn't put this tag on him, and he would have figured out a deal. So they don't want him that much, because if you're opening him up to the market, then you're saying we're willing to part with him in one way or another. They are. My question is, couldn't you have negotiated a trade to get more than two first-round picks? Mm. Doesn't Deshaun that feel got, a little light? Three. Deshaun got three. That feels a little light for yeah. Lamar Jackson. I got a thought. I got a thought. Agreed. Keep going. So you you if you were going to put him out to the market and the exchange was, okay, we might not match this, but we'll get two first-round picks, aren't you negotiating against yourself in that space? Right. Because you could – I believe you could get three first-round picks yeah. for Lamar Jackson. I feel like that's a reasonable ask from somebody who's getting a franchise quarterback. Right. Trey Lance MVP. cost three, three first picks, three, mm-hmm. three picks, right? There's a lot of trades that have ha- – what, I mean, what did they give up for Russell Wilson? Lamar Jackson played better than Russell Wilson last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that part confuses me. You're, you're kind of negotiating against yourself in that space. But I think overall I agree with, I agree with Rick. This is, this is a relationship thing at this point. Lamar Jackson has been the face of the organization. Lamar Jackson is the one that sells the jerseys. He's the one that gets people in the seats. Sometimes you lean a little bit too much on your logo – and not enough on the, on the name on the back of the jersey. And I think that's what's happening here. So they're playing a real interesting game. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I personally would feel a little something about it. I'll feel mm. a little something inside about it. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, Shady, you bought a home? Couple. Couple of them. 
Bought homes, bought homes. Great. Um, if you've ever bought a home, you usually have to go through this process. Shady, I know you. we've talked about real estate off camera. I know you all at home either have bought homes, maybe your parents have, et cetera. It, let's talk through this. Talk this through. Go ahead, Slick. Is this Econ 202 now? 202. This, okay. We, did, we just did one-on-one. We hit 202. Okay. Shady, I went to buy a home one time, and I'm, I won't say the price because it's unnecessary, but I went to buy a home, and they were, uh, they were asking for way too much money. Way too much money. I was like, yo, your house is not worth this much. Right. They were like, well, actually it is. I said, it's not worth, I went to see it first. I saw it, it popped up on Zillow, it popped up on Trulia. I went to see it on Thursday. I said, it's not worth this much. They said, it is. I said, you know what, do this. Go through the weekend. Show it on Saturday, show it on Friday, Ooh, show it on okay, Sunday. Okay. You pull in that car, that bluff car. And okay. let me know how much you get offered on Monday. And I'll come back in on Monday and I will match it. Now I won't even match it. I'll beat it by 25K. Hmm? So you go, test the market. And if you get what you think you're worth, bet I'll come in and match it. Okay. So win-win. Because if you all are actually worth, if this home is worth as much as you think it is, you'll get an offer. Mm. And if it's not, you won't, but I'm still going to come back and buy it. But the only way to make sure I pay fair market value is for you to test the market. And the only mm. way for you, home seller, to make sure that you get as much as you're worth is if you test the market. I think that's what's occurring so what right happens? here. Let's well, give a budget, though. Real quick, what happens if you have that. a budget, though? <laughs> wait, wait. Let's have, let, what if you have a budget, though, that you don't want to surpass? Okay. Then what? Then I'm stuck. Because I feel like the Ravens have a budget where they don't right. want to go over that budget. Mm-hmm. Here's what's interesting about what Joy said, though. I don't actually think, Joy, that the Ravens want Lamar to walk, because I think you're exactly right. Ravens could get more than two first-round picks if they traded Lamar, I think. I don't know. I ain't a GM. I'm not going to act like it. But I think. But I think the Ravens truly are just like, hey, you think we want you, you want us. But the discrepancy here is how much are you worth? So you go find out how much you're worth, and we will match it. I know this has happened to athletes That can happen. Yeah. Not Lamar Jackson types, but quite literally it happened to my brother during the contract negotiation. And they were like, yo, we like you, but we don't like you as much as you think you like you. So you go get an offer, and we'll match it. Now, we're talking about $200 million to not $200 million, but I've seen it before. Right. But you said something very specific in there. Lamar Jackson type. What is a Lamar Jackson type? A league MVP. Mm-hmm. Wins 70% of his regular season games. Is a face of the league. Mm-hmm. A franchise quarterback in every sense of the word. So this means something that they're negotiating with him this way. Yeah. We've seen guys go through franchise tag negotiations. Oh, if they tag them on oh, nothing, they're going to get a deal done. This is just a placeholder. The clock was up. Whatever. We right. don't even mention it because it means nothing. This means something. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson types don't get non-exclusive franchise tags. They don't. Mm. They don't. But here's, here's the conversation we all, let's, let's get real, okay? Let's get real, let's get real, let's get real. My coach told me this, Shady, maybe you've heard this before as well. The greatest cure is, is not necessarily like an antibiotic. The greatest cure isn't necessarily sleep. It's not rest, not vitamins. The greatest cure is money in sports. Money cures everything. Kyler Murray was real upset last year with the Arizona Cardinals. He was upset, y'all. Took everything down on social media. He was upset. Um, Aaron Rodgers is still, to a degree, disgruntled, but he was more disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers. Um, Dak Prescott, he didn't verbalize his frustration. Zeke, he was real upset. He was in Cabo during camp upset. What happened? Zeke got paid. Kyler got paid. Rodgers got paid. Dak got paid. Shady, you know because you've been paid this kind of money. I never have in sports. You've been paid this kind of money. From what I know about athletes, at least in football, that money going to cure a lot. He going to cure a lot. Yeah, I mean, if, if they can reach a contract, right, he'll be happy. It always happens like that. Mm. Guys are upset. They don't get paid. They don't show up to camp. They're mad. And then they get paid and everybody's smiling or they run out there for practice. 
But I'm not sure they'll get a, a deal done. I, and I hear what you're saying, that maybe they won't do the negotiation. Listen, if you think you're better than we think or, or if we can't get a, a contract done for you, then go out there and get your own contract and then we'll match it. But what happens in this league with quarterbacks? That's why we have so many first-round busts because when a quarterback comes along, everybody gets desperate. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Bad first-rounders get picked because we, we need a quarterback. We, we, the, the Niners, let's trade up three first-round picks for Trey Lance because we need a quarterback. Zach Wilson, we need a quarterback. So what happens all the time? So what happens when a team like the, the, the Falcons or the Panthers, we're going to give up everything we got to get Lamar Jackson. Then what the Ravens going to do? They're not going to match that deal. They probably won't. Come on, man. Stop playing with that guy and give him his money. Please. Yeah, here's the distinction. Again, and I have to go back to the relationship. Like, Dak Prescott got his money. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray got his money. Mm-hmm. But he got his money. He didn't have to go through what uh, Lamar Jackson is having to go through to get his money. He's basically, Lamar Jackson is having to get his money by someone else holding the Baltimore mm. Ravens hostage in yeah. order for him to get his money. So I can't help but feel like Lamar is going to feel some kind of way about that. And if the Ravens don't know that, if they believe that he's going to get paid less than what he was asking for from the Baltimore Ravens, and then he's, they're going to match, and he's going to come back, and he's going to be perfectly happy with that based on everything that he's done for the Ravens? No, that shoots a hole in his asking price from the Ravens. He thought he was worth a certain amount. And even if the, even if the market says it's not, like with the house, mm-hmm. the house doesn't have feelings. That part. The owner Correct. doesn't have feelings Correct. about the house. If it ends up it's not what yep. they thought it was worth, Lamar Jackson is going to feel like, I, I don't care that the rest of the league the, didn't give it to me. You should have given it to me for me. what I did the for greatest, you The greatest argument to be had here, and is a phenomenal argument, Joy and Slick have made it, Slick, you just enunciated it perfectly, is an argument of feelings. But – If you know the National Football League or have played in the National Football League, you then unfortunately know it more than most, they don't care about your feelings. Regardless of what position you play and regardless of who you are, whether you were Peyton Manning with the Colts, whether you were Russell Wilson with the Seahawks, whether you were Emmitt Smith with the Cowboys, whether you were uh, Aaron Rodgers with the the, the Packers, like they don't – whether you're LaShawn McCoy with the Eagles – like, they don't care they don't about care. your feelings. I know we do. We're kind people sitting in beautiful dresses and suits and all these things on set. They don't care about your feelings. So I just don't know that they can operate like Sometimes that. Sometimes they don't. The Packers cared about Aaron Rodgers' feelings. We'll find out. No, no. They did. They might not now. They got worn out. Right. But they did care about his feelings. They paid they to take paid care him. of his feelings. I think they cared more about their chances of winning but I even him being there Correct. was tied to their chances of winning, and his feelings were hurt. Mm-hmm. So he used he his feelings to though. leverage that contract. But remember, they didn't always, because what is really the 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 the, the crux? I mean, they did, the dra- they did they did draft the first round quarterback. I'm not saying yeah. that it's not more. It's 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 more of the rule that they don't. Yes. But I'm saying there are definitely situations where someone's ego or feelings or whatever or a, a situation can can influence a contract. And if this goes badly. It could absolutely play against the Ravens that they did this to Lamar. This is where I'm going to test your theory. Let's say he gets more than Deshaun Watson got. Okay. Guarantee. Are the Ravens going to match that? No, No. I don't think they would. And I think at that point in time, like we all have had to say at some point in time, I'm happy for you because I wasn't going to give you that. Right. So go on, 
be happy with somebody and else. And who's going to play quarterback for the be, Ravens? I don't know, but they'll have $230 more million to figure it out oh, in their mind. Oh, is there a $230 million quarterback soar that we forgot to go? We, is it oh, no. Rodeo? On Rodeo, they might. They, they <laughs> might on Rodeo. It ain't that easy to find Lamar <laughs> Jackson. You look hard enough on Rodeo, you might find one. Well, we were just talking about Aaron Rodgers, and there's been a ton of drama around Aaron Rodgers, particularly in the last two hours. The Jets owners and executives are on a private plane as we speak to meet with Aaron Rodgers, I believe, here in California. But... Would Rodgers to the Big Apple be a mistake? Next on Speak. Y'all, we got to check in on our social life. It has been buzzing all day. Now, Pete, Soft Gardner, uh, pro bowler, all pro rookie. He says, hey, Aaron Rodgers, I promise if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice. And I'll burn the cheese head. For context, Soft Gardner wore cheese head after the Jets beat the Packers in Lambeau. Brees Hall rookie freshman beast last year don't mind me just manifesting at aaron Rodgers. i get it i get it i get it i get it aaron Rodgers, he is being hotly pursued by the jets and he said that he's open but joy the real question is this and you brought this up in the pre-show meeting the only reason you acquire aaron Rodgers is to compete to win a super bowl you don't just do it for kicks and giggles so would aaron Rodgers make the Jets super bowl contenders <laughs> what happened what'd i do <laughs> that, that was a good slip for tv Kicks and giggles. Kicks and giggles. Yeah, that was a good one. I never heard that one before. <laughs> I, heard the other version. I heard the other version. Other version? I, I don't want to hear the other version. You know. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. The non the non-television <laughs> version. <laughs> I just thought of it. Uh, ding ding. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that if he makes them Super Bowl contenders. I don't. I think he makes them uh gets them to the playoffs. Maybe they win a playoff game. Aaron Rodgers likes to win, win like one playoff game every once That's in a while. True. That's true. Like one. Um, so, yeah, I think he puts them in that space. He's obviously better than what they have. And once again, all that talk about, you know, we still have faith in Zach Wilson. No, no, they don't. No, not the rest of the team. They don't. Not, they tweeting at Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> this is tampering, okay? Tampering. <laughs> they are tweeting at Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. They are ready. And I think, that the, I think the locker room was ready. They think they want an upgrade. Obviously, they want an upgrade at quarterback, and that's really what we felt was missing, and it obviously was. Quarterback play hampered the Jets' season. It was bad, and he would be an upgrade there. But, look, Aaron Rodgers ain't been the same since Devontae Adams walked out the door. And while they do have great options in New York, Devontae Adams is not there. It's not a Devontae Adams option there. And we'll see how this all gets put together. Keep in mind, keep in mind, this is a pretty decent division. The Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen are still there. Mm-hmm. If Tua is healthy again with the Dolphins, they don't lose. Mm-hmm. See what the Patriots do. They usually steal a game from somebody throughout the season. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to a place where you just get to walk through the Chicago Bears and the Lions and occasionally kick around the Vikings every single year, this is a different division. And um, I, I don't know that it's going to be that easy. 2-5. I see you highlighting, big dog. No, Will no. Aaron Rodgers make the Jets Super Bowl um, I, I, I think so, right? I totally disagree with Joy, <laughs> which, which we rarely do. But he talked about the AFC East. Mm-hmm. I think they can win that division. Let's, let's think about it for a second. Without Aaron Rodgers and just having a player at quarterback. A player. Right, because he, Zach Wilson, do anything. They lost to the Patriots in a must-win game, 3-9. Yeah. to nine. Mm-hmm. On the last possession was a punt return to yeah, the crib. The crib. It was 3-3 three, three the whole game. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, that was a must-win game. Yep. Okay, and they did beat Josh Allen. With no help at quarterback, with no help on offense. So you bring Aaron Rodgers in there. Now, now, now I will say this. Aaron Rodgers is not the same Aaron Rodgers of the, the back-to-back MVPs. The first C-A-Rod, them, them years is over with. 
but he's serviceable. He's solid. I mean, it is Aaron Rodgers. He is a Hall of Famer. I think he still has something in the tank. And the thing is, I feel like with the or I'm sorry, with the um, Packers, he has so much to do. Like it was riding on his shoulders. Where with the Jets, let's not forget that they had two rookies. Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner both win Rookie of the Year, yeah. the offensive defense. Yep. Okay, so through. now, hold on. So now you're going in your second year. Your second year is your, is your, is your biggest jump mm-hmm. with development. Yes, sir. So now these dudes, not they already was all pros and pro bowlers. Now they, they ballers now. Yep. Okay, that's one. And then Brees Hall, who's a beast. beast. So you take that Packers team to the Jets team. They have a solid head coach. Coach Salah is not going to let Aaron Rodgers come in there and dis, disrespect or disrupt that team. Mm-hmm. Offensive defense, I think they run the ball very well. They have some playmakers on the outside. And then the defense, they're not losing nobody on defense. Nope. You put Aaron Rodgers with that, with that Jets team, whew, that's going to be scary. Well, forgive me. Remind me, didn't Aaron Rodgers, wasn't he in a must-win situation to he get was. to the playoffs? Yeah, he did. How, yep. do, how do you do it? Uh, they lost. <gasps> Detroit Lions beat him. I am I'm fully with joy. This is such a New York thing to do, Right. Isn't kind of, it? It's kind of a Packers quarterback thing to do, too. Yeah, time, yeah. Time is a flat circle. Yeah, true. Exactly. I don't see how you suddenly make a Super Bowl contender out of the New York Jets just because you're adding Aaron Rodgers. Did not the Green Bay Packers think that they were Super Bowl contenders last year mm-hmm. with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, at least in their minds, they did, right? Uh, two ways to go here. Number one, are the Jets really that much better than... As a, team, as a team, you saying? As a team? As a, as a whole, as a team. Good point. Defense is better. Running game isn't better. Offensive line certainly is not better. Wide receivers, okay. Mm. It's, it's, in totality, why would I believe that I'm going to add Aaron Rodgers to a team that is not measurably better than the team he was last, with last year, and they're suddenly going to be Super Bowl contenders, especially when I'm looking at you got to go through the Chiefs, the Bengals, and you're saying they could win their division? Yeah, they could. When did we jump completely off of the Bills train? Okay, they didn't do what we expected them to do in the postseason. They got run by the Bengals, but that's still a formidable (laughs) number two in scoring offense, number two in scoring defense. I just, this feels like the Jets reaching for the shiny object. And if you're not a Super Bowl contender, then this makes no sense at all because you're not growing with Aaron Rodgers. This is the all or none. This is almost, you know, not to cross-reference, but this is either like going for Carmelo Anthony, New York thing to do, or this is go, the Phoenix Suns going for Kevin Durant. And if you don't win now, I think your, your opportunities are reduced going forward. I think it's high risk, high reward. I, I don't like Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, but I've said this before. I think that Aaron Rodgers and his personality would be a toxic personality for these blooming superstars that are very young and I would assume still impressionable in New York. Shady hit on it. You got Brees Hall. You got Sauce Gardner. You have Garrett Wilson. You have Mekhi Becton. Nobody talking Ooh. about beast left tackle hurt all of last He's season. He's a beast, though. I do think, Slick, you hit the nail on the head. I think the Packers and the Jets rosters are comparable, but the Jets roster played much better. If I was just drawing names out of hat, yeah, I'd say they're equal. But the Jets roster played significantly better than the Packers roster played last year. I think to answer the question now in totality, yes, at the ceiling, Rodgers makes the Jets Super Bowl contenders. Reason I think so, Jets defense, as I look at the numbers, they only allowed more than 27 points in a loss once. Come they on, allowed man. 30 points once, but they won. I believe they beat, lock, the, locking stuff up. they beat the Cleveland Browns 31-30. So they allowed more than 27 points in a loss one time, if I'm not mistaken, to the Minnesota Vikings. So in order for Aaron Rodgers to win in New York, 
put up 21, put up 24. Now, the real question Joy's asked it several times, is Aaron Rodgers still good? Right. That, that's that's well, the but, question but, that but, needs but I, I think with the Jets, you don't need him to be Aaron Rodgers to save the day to be that great. Right? They were – this Jets team, right, I got to be honest, they was in games with no quarterback right. at, at hand at all. Sure. Yeah. So now if you get A-Rod to just come in there and be serviceable, he still can make some pay- plays. He still can make some passes. They still can win. And then I, another point that I didn't make is Nathaniel Hackett. If you look at A-Rod's best years, his, that was his coordinator, and Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. And I would just remember from playing different – on different teams and different coordinators where – the coordinator knows me better. Mm-hmm. So I gel to his offense better. I'm more success. He knows the type of runs I like. He knows what's, you know, what, what type of lineman I might need. Same thing with Nathaniel Hackett. He knows what plays. On third down, Aaron Rodgers does his best. He knows him. So I like that move. I here's, truly do. Here's what's most fascinating. The last time the Jets were in the playoffs, it was in 2010. Coincidentally enough, that was the last time mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl. Maybe it's a match made in heaven. Or maybe it'll be a total disaster. Anyway, coming up, we know Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's the breaking news of the day. If you have not heard, he got the non-exclusive franchise tag. But who in the world deserves the blame for this long-term deal not getting done? This is the breaking news that you have to get the insight on. Next on Speak, do not go anywhere. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, let's get back to football because it has been a gigantic day of breaking news. Lamar Jackson, he got the non-exclusive franchise tag by the Baltimore Ravens, meaning they'll pay him around $32 million and he can negotiate with other teams starting Monday. Bring us on, Cam. Bring us on, Cam. Let's break this down. For context, Daniel Jones just signed a four-year, $160 million deal, $82 million guaranteed, roughly $40 million a year. Geno Smith signed for roughly $35, $37 million after you include his incentives yesterday. And Lamar Jackson got a franchise tag of $32 million, just giving you all some color to the commentary that we've provided. Okay, now let's break it all down. Slick, I want to come to you first on this very, very pivotal question. Who do you blame for a long-term deal not getting done, Lamar or the Ravens? Lamar. Because the Ravens did make him an offer last summer. $133 million deal, the way it was set up, was very commensurate to what Russell Wilson got. It wasn't Deshaun Watson money, but reports are that he was made a specific offer, details written in, and he declined that. He essentially bet on himself, thinking, I can have another MVP-type year. I can demonstrate that you should pay me top dollar, that I am the best quarterback in the league. And he lost that bet. There's no other way to look at that. He bet on himself this year, and it didn't ultimately come through. Now, I don't have a problem with him betting on himself. I don't have a problem with him turning that down. But if you're asking me why this relationship is coming to an end as we anticipate, it's because Lamar Jackson decided what you are offering me I believe I am worth more than Russell Wilson. I'm worth more than Deshaun Watson. I want to get paid more than any quarterback is getting paid right now. And which I have, again, have no problem with him making that decision. But that ultimately is what the Ravens were not willing to do to continue this relationship. Mm, Joy, where are you at? Break it down. They needed to make him an offer he couldn't refuse. And they made him a very refusable offer. Mm -hmm. All right. This is his job, his J-O-B. He's not a volunteer. He's not doing this out of the kindness of his heart. Five million isn't volunteer. No, but this is how it works. If you work for a company and it's negotiation time and another company pays their top employee the same thing that you do, 
way more money mm-hmm. and your company's like, no, we'd like to keep you, but we're going to pay you 70 million less than the other person that does the same thing that you do. And you've actually had a better resume than them. Mm. Just because their company isn't as good. Nobody cares about that. This is what he does for a living. Mm. When it comes down to contract negotiations, we talk about the feelings and we talk about the fans and we talk about the city and the franchise. At the end of the day, this is what Lamar Jackson does for a living. He has every right to ask for as many dollars as he wants to. Sure. And he is in no way wrong for doing that. Mm-mm. This is what he does for a living. You don't have an argument for me. The, the standard is the standard. The market is the market. He should ask for the most. He Honest shouldn't negotiate against himself. So the reason that this didn't get done was because the Ravens didn't get it done. They could have been negotiating with him and should have been negotiating with him early. Pay your quarterback early. Try to pay them early. You will get them for less money. You will be able to stretch the contract out longer. When did they know that Lamar Jackson was a franchise quarterback? MVP. Pretty early on, right? Pretty early in his career. You knew he was the guy. You could negotiate a longer contract. This is a Sean Watson contract just came out of nowhere. This could have been in discussion before that. They waited too long. And I don't have any sympathy for organizations who get surprised that they have to pay their franchise quarterback and then try to act surprised like they don't have Twitter. Y'all don't know what the market is. Y'all didn't hear what so-and-so got paid. Y'all didn't hear the guaranteed money over here. Y'all got the internet in Baltimore. I'm pretty sure they do. I know you do, actually, because you spoke about it. So you know what the market is. You know you got to pay your franchise quarterback. You know what Lamar is going to ask for. Why would he come in and negotiate for less? Why would he do that? Because he like y'all? Nobody likes anybody that much. Y'all don't like your mother that much. It's time to get paid, and the Ravens waited. It is their fault that they're in this situation. And I think it's really fine that they want to play this game, but who's going to replace Lamar Jackson? I'm close to my mom, though, just so you know that. I love my mom. <laughs> but if my mom is negotiating the contract and she owes she owe the money, she I might take half a cent. You ain't going to take half a million. Don't give me 200, Bob. Give me 100, you get... <laughs> Mama McCoy. That ain't how it worked, though. And that's not Lamar yeah, Jackson's yeah. mom. Lamar Jackson's mom, the one that needed to get paid. 2-5, uh, yeah. who you blame, now, Ravens or Lamar? I blame the Ravens. I'm, I'm with Joy. Right, I'm back on you. I'm back on your team. I just think, like, 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 why is it that you guys are giving him a hard time with this contract? And I know how this goes. Every player, especially the high-profile players, they take their time with paying people. That's how it works. You know, you make a little fuss, right? They push back. They don't want to give you everything you want. You got to meet in the middle, right? But the player's happy. The team's happy. We got, we got our player back. I look at, like, Josh Allen. I look at guys like Patrick Mahomes. It's like, it, it didn't take this much hard work to get the deal done. Mm-hmm. Lamar is that. Mm. Patrick Mahomes is on a different level than every other quarterback, but he's still in the ballpark. You know, there's only he's the, Patrick Mahomes is the only quarterback that has more has more wins than Lamar Jackson. Lamar's number two, so you know this guy can can win games. You know that it's not you're not it's not second guessing or hopeful. No, you know this what guy brings. And the, the, my issue with it is like you had all this time, you had two years to get this guy a contract, and now you're putting it in other teams' hands. So let's say that you don't want to pay him the $200 million, but the other team does. You want to take the two first-round draft picks and, keep, and walk away? That's stupid. You should have paid your player early so you won't have this issue. But now you do have this issue. Make it right. Because you don't want to see life without Lamar Jackson. Mm. Tell you, you don't want to do it. Joy, Joy said something last week. She used a word, and the word that she used, I think, is why this deal did not get done. I've been okay. thinking about this literally for a week now. You said Lamar Jackson is going to be a disruptor. The reason this deal did not get done in my mind is because Lamar Jackson is after the greater good more than he is after the fully guaranteed contract. He's after it a specific way, keeping it in the family. 
and talking to people in Lamar Jackson's camp, that is of the utmost importance to him. So if you are going to be a disruptor, which I think Lamar Jackson will be if he has his mom negotiate the contract and he gets a fully guaranteed contract at the quarterback position, we've never seen anything like that. $200 plus million fully guaranteed and Lamar Jackson and his mama negotiated, that would change the way the industry works quite literally forever. If you're telling me 25-year-old men, 25-year-old black men can negotiate $200 plus million contracts with these owners, that changes everything. But when I thought about disruptors, they always take the first hit. Let's go historically, then we'll bring it present. Okay. Galileo. Galileo was the person who said, well, you know what, y'all? The earth actually revolves around the sun. The sun doesn't revolve around the earth. How'd that end? He died on house arrest. Okay, let's fast forward to 1967. Muhammad Ali drafted to uh, Vietnam. I don't want to fight in, in the Vietnam War. Greatest. The greatest. Say that. Well, how, how'd that end? He was sentenced to serve time in jail. Well, nearly seven years later, no longer was the draft lottery in existence. Okay, let's fast forward even more. Let's talk Kurt Flood. Kurt Flood in baseball. Remember, there was a reserve clause. When you were drafted by a team or you were acquired by a team, you had to play with that team forever. Kurt Flood was like, well, what's up with free agency? Took that all the way up to the Supreme Court. Kurt Flood essentially sacrificed his career, but free agency in all the sports now exists as we know it. Mm -hmm. I think Lamar Jackson has not gotten this deal done. I've always said it. I will stand by it because he did not have an agent. I do think the deal will inevitably get done, and I think that Lamar Jackson will disrupt the way in which contracts are negotiated by quarterbacks for the foreseeable future. But in my mind, if he did have an agent, I don't think he would have played a snap last year, Shady. I've told you this from day one. Okay. I don't think he would have played a snap. Right. I think he would have been got the deal done because I think his agent would have advised him to do so. But sometimes no, no, if you want to no, disrupt, right. that's Mo not Most agents would say that. We talked a couple agents together and they said that. Yes, so, let, let's say, so let's say he fires his, his mom now, right, and has agent. Then what? You think he gets the deal done? No. Well, one, I don't think that won't happen now, and I know that. But, no, no, but, but, let's, 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 but let's just say, let's just say for TV. People like TV. That yep. Right. If he fired, his, if he had an agent right now, I think they would advise him, don't play under the tag, don't play again right. until you get a long-term right. deal. But do, yeah. do you think he would get the long-term deal is my question? Yes. I think he'll get it now regardless. Okay. Because I say, I, I, if it's mom, if it's my mama, your mama, I think it gets done. Because he has something that every, everybody wants. He has a product mm -hmm. that's in demand, high demand in this league. It's a quarterback. It's a franchise MVP. So, yeah, he shouldn't have played last year. I wanted to do that. Right? I want to step on the field until I got my money. But he didn't. He tried mm -hmm. to do, 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 do the greater thing, yep. the greater way. It didn't work. But now he has his mom. Listen, we're not moving until we get $200 million guaranteed. If you don't believe me, then watch. That's why the Ravens did that with the free mm -hmm. franchise tag. But my thing is, with a, with, I won't even say a real agent. With a different agent that's been around for a, lo a longer period of time compared to his mom, it's the same thing. We're point, not moving until we get paid. I agree. I agree with you. Now, here's Shady where I've always thought, and Joy, this is where I've kind of landed, is unfortunately you need somebody to tell you the hard truth. Now, you said you love your moms, you love your moms, I love my moms, all of us up here, love our mothers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But oftentimes, like, our mom ain't going to keep it real with us. At least not mine all the time. Like, my mom will keep it a thousand. My mom don't. She's watching the show right now. Regardless, she's going to say you did great at the end. It don't matter if I stumble over the rest of the prompter reads. I'm going to get a love you, honey, and you did great at the end of the show. That's just what it is. I'm going to get my mom your number, and she's going to keep it real with you. <laughs> but, but, but my agent. But. My, my agent literally texted me yesterday. I said, yo, I'm competing for this job? He said, always. <laughs> he, he, he quietly right. he texted me about it. I, I texted him back. All I said it was, I'm in competition? He texted me back, always, exclamation that's point. That's real. Agent going to keep it real. Mm -hmm. So all I'm saying is that's, that's where my rub has always been. I am now fully understanding where Lamar Jackson comes from based on conversations I've had in private. I'm fully understanding where he comes from. I ride with him. If that's your convictions, I ride with your convictions. But I do believe that's a part of the dilemma. My mom will keep it real by everybody else.
<laughs> my, my mom is, she's nice to me too. I'm her favorite. What am I supposed to what you Sorry, to guys. Do? I know everyone gets mad when I say that. It's just the truth. I, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's why. I, I do agree with you though. There is something to disruptors. Mm-hmm. Him having his mom do the deal is probably not everyone's favorite thing, as in other agents. Because if my mom can do the deal and I can get her the commission mm-hmm. on this deal, what do I need to pay you for? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my brother do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my uncle do it. I'm mm-hmm. going to have my father do it. Because we can get it done. If Lamar Jackson can no- negotiate $200 million guaranteed. So I'm sure there is pushback within the whole Everybody. industry. But, but why do owners about care it? about that? I don't think the owners do. So who, I don't think the owners who are we do. Talking about the, we talking about the regular agents? Well, I, think there's, I think there's probably pushback oh, yeah, around the business. I think yeah. people don't like when people do things differently. Correct. Nobody right. does they do, in, they any, in regards to anything. I love it. I love yeah. it. Do it. Get it done. Particularly for a deal like this. I've always said from the beginning of this, if – this was a situation where Lamar Jackson was looking for a job. Like, he's, you know, he's chilling at home, and he's right. like, no, nah, I want, like, one more year. You know, I'm going to play on the minimum, whatever. Like, you know, let's go see who's, who's out there looking for, you know, I got to get a workout. Yeah, you probably need an agent. Right. You need somebody to pick up, make some calls, you know, whatever. You need somebody to advocate for you who has connections around the league. He's not looking for a job. <laughs> he's looking to get paid the most for a job he is most assuredly mm. going to have here or in Baltimore or somewhere else around the league. So I, I think this is, is a very interesting situation to watch. But as of right now, he's already gone through this whole situation. And maybe you're right. Maybe the deal would have gotten done if he had a traditional agent. And maybe he wouldn't have played last year if he had a traditional agent. But he didn't. And I still think it's going to get done. The heart of this is you, you, you compared it to Muhammad Ali and, and Isaac Newton. The real question is, is Lamar Jackson the best quarterback in football? Or is he in the running to be the best quarterback in football? Best quarterback in the market. That's what matters. That's, That's what matters right now. Not to the Ravens. Because the Ravens are looking at, we have to build around this quarterback. Can this quarterback get us to where we want to go? And you, you've said it many times. Like, who's going to be quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens? Well, they've gone through that experience. They went through that experience this year. They're looking at it going, we could sign Lamar Jackson, but are we guaranteed that he's going to be our quarterback every game and we can get to where we want to go. So they still made the playoffs this year. Obviously, it was off the strength of the way they started. Mm -hmm. But they're looking at it saying, okay, we may not have Lamar Jackson, but we're going to have the resources to be able to build in a traditional sense, in in a traditional Raven sense, which is not around the quarterback. That's, That's the rub here. He's asking to be paid better than any quarterback in the game. And the Ravens are saying, we don't believe you are capable of being the best quarterback in the game. That's the heart of it. And we'll find out who's right. He has the opportunity now to demonstrate that they had it wrong. Well, somebody who's demonstrated that he got it right, Daniel Jones. Because in case y'all missed this breaking news, four years, $160 million for a quarterback who had 15 touchdown passes, seven rushing last year. Why, why, why are you put- why are you getting your opinion in the piece? I had to. You ain't gonna throw shade to me. I'm just saying, Lamar gave him 32, <laughs> Daniel gave him 41. And don't sit right with me, Shady. We gotta talk about it next on speed. Don't sit right with that, me. That one. There's been a breaking news kind of day in the NFL. We got to bring y'all this latest one. Daniel Jones, quarterback, fourth round quarterback for the New York Giants. He got his big payday for year deal, reportedly for $160 million. Now, the deal includes, this is a real important number, $82 million guaranteed. Daniel Jones coming off his first playoff appearance last 
season. Shady, the Giants fans and NFL fans have to be curious about this because what Daniel Jones just got paid impacts what your quarterback will be paid. So make sure you dial into this question. Did the Giants overpay for Daniel Jones? <sighs> 160, 82. Mm. Carry that one, though. Make sure you do your math, right? <laughs> I'm going to uh, say that's a solid number for him. I'm going to say a solid number because Derek Carr got what? Got $37 million um, yearly. And, uh, you know, Daniel Jones got, what, 40? Mm-hmm. That's about right. Had a better year. Um, and he has a, a promising future for the most part. I think with Brian Dayball having a coach like that, mm. he, he's shown that he can win games. He can win a playoff game. And they don't have their roster yet. It's a, it's a new um, coach, coaching staff. So I, I like this deal for him. And the best part why I like this deal is because now you could keep Saquon Barkley, yep. right, who's really the offense you know, if he can stay healthy. And then you franchise tag him. So I think he's at $10 million mm-hmm. at that number. So you keep him there. Um, and then next year you make him you, – you probably pay him, but you, you make him earn it. I think one more year for Saquon Barkley at the level he played at this year, you got to pay him. So, I, I mean, I, I kind of like the deal. I just think that maybe the guarantee, you probably could have got it like, like maybe 70, mm-hmm. right? But, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, at the negotiations, you, you don't get everything. Correct. I'm sure Daniel Jones went in there like, look, man, hey, I want $45 million – you know, yearly. Yeah, sure. I, I want a, I want uh, uh, 185 mm-hmm. total. Got to get so, two sweets. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you got yeah. so, so, to get two sweets. The one. best part about the negoti- negotiations are you get what you want for the most part, and they get what they want, and they meet in the middle, yeah. and they sign the deal. Shady, I'll be honest, big dog. I, I think the, the Giants overpaid. It is a pricey, though. It it's is a pricey. pricey. I mean, at the end of the day, I look at it as a two-year, $82 million deal. I won't bog y'all down with numbers. I don't find that to be sexy on television. So I'll just bog y'all down with some truth. <laughs> Brian Dable, to me, is one of the most brilliant offensive minds in football. Former offensive coordinator for LaShawn McCoy, now head coach for the New York Giants. Why don't I love him acquiring Daniel Jones for the next two years, really, four years if you want to go that route? If you are too much more talented than your player, then you are hamstrung by your player's talent. Daniel Jones has never had more passing touchdowns in a season than games played. Yeah, I knew that. I knew never. That. He played 16 games last year. He had 15 passing touchdowns. He played 11 games a year before. He had 10 passing touchdowns. He played 14 games a year before. He had 11 passing touchdowns. So in these last three years, rather, in these last three years, he hasn't had more passing touchdowns in games played. So if I'm Brian Dable, and I am this mad scientist, if you will, I can only be as good as my talent. Right. Like, if, if you are the – I went to my first uh, NASCAR race. Is that what they're called? NASCAR race? Yeah, NASCAR. NASCAR race. Yeah, NASCAR. 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 Yeah. My first one. Yeah. I mean, I my first one. One of my first one. One of my first one at the Coliseum. I think it was – Oh, a month you, went, you went to that, yeah. At the Coliseum. Did you, did you bet? No, 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 no. Oh, I sorry. I just went. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know really, that. It's a really cool race. It's, it's, it's a super, I went last year. super dope race. I like the bet. But what's fascinating is if you take one of those drivers and put them in one of my Monday through Friday cars – they're limited by the vehicle. Sure. Mm. They can what? only go as fast all of as your, the car. All of your car? I said my lower. Uh, yeah, lower. I, yeah, I hate yeah. both yeah. of them. I hate, yeah. I hate yeah. both of them. <laughs> both of them are hated. Um, so my point is, and the only reason I bring up that analogy and then I'm done is, if the NASCAR driver is limited by the vehicle, then Brian Dable is limited by the quarterback. Mm. And now if you're tethered to the quarterback for two more years, I just don't think that is great for Brian Dable. Joy? Okay, so, uh, well, so this, this is more analogies. Quote my good friend Colin Cowherd. You don't go cheap on transportation or toilet paper. <laughs> when you travel, you have things that you prioritize, right? For me, it's transportation and a hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying in a cheap hotel. I'm not going to skimp on how I'm going to get there because I want to wake, I want to get there refreshed, 
And I want to wake up every morning refreshed. True. I don't want to hear things through the walls. I'm going to sleep True. in some nice sheets. Maybe I won't do as much shopping on this trip if it's mm-hmm. an expensive one because that's a luxury. True. Okay. So you've got to pay for the things you need. Mm-hmm. And the market is the market. So maybe Daniel Jones is a little expensive. Yeah. But that's a quarterback. So you might have to pay him a little more money than you would like to pay him. That's good. Good I don't think yeah. Daniel Jones is really a top quarterback in the league. I think he's good enough. He's shown that he was good enough this, this year. Now he's got a whole offseason in, in the system. They're going to add some more pieces around it. He'll get better. Mm-hmm. But what you can't do is not have a quarterback. What you can't do is not have a flight to your destination. <laughs> right. What you right. can't do is not have a place to sleep when you get there. Mm. This is an expensive thing to have. It's why I just said I don't have sympathy for organizations who don't budget to pay, to pay the quarterback. How are you going to buy a house and then be surprised when the mortgage payment shows up? Will right. I pay this? Yeah. <laughs> what's, this, what's this bill for? Hey, yeah. You're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. So I'd, I know it's a lot of money. It feels like a lot of money for Daniel Jones. But the Giants were relevant last year. That's important. Mm-hmm. It's important to be it's important to be competitive. It's important to be competitive in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's important to Brian Dable to continue to put out a good product and build his organization. And Daniel Jones is a good culture guy. He he works hard. He feels like he has a lot to prove. And he did that this year. He deserved to get paid. Maybe it's a little more than he wanted to. But I also disagree with the two-year thing. If he turns out to not play well this year, which I don't anticipate he will, I think he'll have a, a, as good of a year as he did last year or better. Mm-hmm. But let's say he's terrible this year. There is no such thing as an immovable contract. Everybody, we, uh, there's been so many, yeah, remember true. Jared Goff? Uh, oh Very my true. God! People were losing their collective minds over Jared Goff. Where's Jared Goff play right now? Hey. Is he playing in Los Angeles or is he playing in Detroit? They figured Detroit? it out. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. All these Rogers. contracts can be moved. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers is about to go someplace. He's about to get moved, yeah. So this is, this is reasonable. You want him for this year. Even if you don't want him for next year and you bring in a rookie or whatever, they, there's always somebody who's going to be in the, in the market for a quarterback. I don't think it's that pricey. And I don't think they made a mistake. And I also don't think that they really committed to Daniel Jones. To your point, uh, he has a bad year. They can move that. And two years, to me, is not a commitment. It's, it's, it's a bridge, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. And what I'm, but I'm really curious because I look at the, the price point. The reason I don't think that it's pricey is because I look at what he did. Last year, he was right behind Justin Herbert in passer passer rating. He was, I know that probably touches something with you. Don't get me started. Uh, I'm staying out of trouble. I'm staying out of trouble. But uh, right there with Derek Carr in terms of uh, passing yards, top five in completion percentage. And you keep going to how many passing touchdowns he had. Right, he had had rushing. Yeah, 22 to five. I mean, distinctly different. And uh, what I'm really curious is you think that Brian Dable is being hamstrung yeah. because Daniel Jones is a limited quarterback. Yes, sir. I don't know that they would make this deal if Brian Dable agreed with you because I feel as if we haven't seen all of Daniel Jones. Yeah. And Dave, Dable is the one who has to believe, no, there's more there that I can unpack I agree. and utilize. But let me give I you this. Let me give you this. And, and, Shady, I'm very interested in your input before we have to ride out on this one. If I'm Brian Dable, I adopted Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones at the time of adoption, if you will, literally, figuratively speaking, ride with me. 12 wins, 25 losses. 62% completion percentage. Uh, this is career? Yes, career. I'm giving you a whole career. 12 wins, 25 losses, 62% completion percentage, and 60 touchdowns, 34 picks. If I can turn that into a guy who has... 
22 total touchdowns, five picks. Mm -hmm. If I can turn a 62% completion percentage into a 67% completion percentage, if I can turn a guy who has a a 2-to-1 touchdown interception ratio into a 3-to-1 touchdown interception ratio, imagine what I could do with somebody who was just starting out as good. Slick, we talked about this ad nauseum before you were on the show, is Daniel Jones was not perceived to be a franchise quarterback. He wasn't. Nope. By anybody. Not even the Giants, where they would have picked up his very cheap fifth-year option, roughly $19 million. Maybe the Mannings. (laughs) <laughs> but if I'm Brian Dayball, if I could turn that into this, yeah. imagine what I could do with something greater. That's just where I'm at. Too and that, that's a great way to look at it. Or you could look at it, well, man, if I did this for him, because he might not have a, a good quarterback coach or a good offensive coordinator, and I, and I see more potential with him. Because one thing about Daniel Jones, he can run too now. Yeah, he can. Right? And, and, and he's safe with the football yep. when he has a good coach with him. Mm-hmm. So Brian Dayball, look, he could look at it the way you said it. Or, well, man, if I got a solid quarterback that I got some, that I got some, a lot of potential left. I get the running back with the franchise tag. Now I can address some of my other big issues mm-hmm. I have on offense, on yep. defense, because they need they don't a have no, they don't have no number one uh, no wide receiver. receiver. Yep. He Daniel Jones and I got him give, give him credit because I didn't think he was this good. <laughs> I but mean, how good is he? But hold on for a second. I don't think nobody thought he was this good. All right, you get a solid coach and you see how good he really is. But check it out, he did all that with with undrafted players, free agents. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about free agents on just on the block during the season. He didn't do that with no superstar wide receivers, right? Uh, Kadarius Toney left and went to the Chiefs. He was their best player on offense, I felt like, as a wide receiver. So now if you, you, could, you could touch that room, the wide receiver room, you get some defensive players, some offensive linemen, now you got a ball game. Here's my thought, though, 2-5, and this is what always frustrates me. I know we don't have a ton of time. Is I believe quarterbacks and wide receivers, are, uh, they're, they're both dependent upon each other to some degree. Okay. Kadarius Toney, for whatever reason, the Giants moved on. Chiefs sure benefited from him. Kenny Galladay, remember Kenny Galladay had 2,000-yard seasons with the Detroit Lions? Yeah. He was that huge signing for the Giants. Nothing happened. Right. So I'm, the Giants tried to do what you all speak of oftentimes, Joy and Shady and even you, Slick. They tried it with free agency with Galladay, and they tried it with the draft with Tony, and they went a big 0 for 2. So I'm wondering, like... But that wasn't they ball them, that picked no, him. No, 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 it wasn't. That's the difference. Yep. Now he gets to go out there and pick his players that he wants and, to go with Daniel Jones. I mean, Jones. if you didn't get the right draft pick or the, the right free agent, you're just going to stop bringing in I'm just wondering positions? how much of that is on Daniel Jones. That's think, really what I mean, I'm alluding to. I think some of it to. was, but this year they didn't really have a lot of high-level skill positions outside of the, the running game. Yeah. So they're going to upgrade their roster this year. Again, yes, it'll will. be another year with Brian Zabel and Daniel Jones working together. Yep. Another offseason. His first that, real offseason, too. His real offseason yeah. with him. Yeah, so that, that development process, that matters, too. It absolutely get, does. You didn't get married. You just got engaged. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. right. That's a good one. Ring. Yeah. I'm good with them. <laughs> the wedding rings and that, that's tough. But the, but the promise? I got, I got, to I got promise rings were big in high school. Why'd you have to go? This promise one? rings, promise I necklace. Know. That's all I, I'm gonna, yep. I'll take this one. Yeah. I'll take this one. Like a promise necklace? Yeah. yeah that's the level of, is there a commitment there? What? No. I promise to be. Yes. What? Yes. I promise to I always promise be dedicated to, really to like you. you. I, 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 oh, I'll say I promise, promise to always be necklace. dedicated to you. That's my line. Right you, there. Is there like a, a ring band? Wait, we gotta go to break because I don't want nobody knowing. Is there like a just get educated? I mean, that was you don't still give out promise rings. That was like high school. No, I still give out promise stuff. Like Cause like I'm not ready to be a committed relationship. You're not either. But we got the promise. promise. Yeah, so I promise to give myself Baby, to you. Baby, I promise. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
Get some, get some flowers, some chocolate. You hey, know what I mean? You're on key. Come on. You taking singing lessons? No, no, no. no. You don't leave no, me no, hanging, no, I swear. No, I, no, I, no, I, no, I, I thought you were holding the microphone. No, you're on key. You're like, you. I, I, I respect that. I'm proud of you. All right, anyway, we're having a little too much fun here. Let's, let's now go to break. Coming up, we got a lot more on Lamar Jackson. He just got the non-exclusive franchise tag literally an hour and a half ago. The breaking news, it might change the dynamic of the NFL with Lamar Jackson on the move. What should he do since he's tagged? That's next. That's it. They basically gave him a promise. Uh, this is a promise guy. This might actually be the most intriguing topic of the day, what we're about to talk about. Because on our social life, Ty Matthew, he just tweeted out, when's the last time a league MVP was treated so disrespectfully? Feel some kind of way about it. And don't tell me what was offered to him. Show me. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. He's not wrong. He's not. Like, he's not wrong. Slick, you brought this up earlier. Like, this is disrespect in the, uh, in the, in the aspect that Lamar Jackson, the unanimous MVP, and you're not even going to give me the $45 million tag. You're just going to give me that little baby. That's crazy. That little baby $32 million tag. Like, that does, at surface value, seem disrespectful. But, Shady, you was talking about the good book. You was talking about the good book before the show. I love a good book. You was talking about the good book. And what I heard about the good book was you meant it for evil, but he meant it for good. Yeah. So I do think if we can step away for just one second of looking at this disrespectfully and look at the positives. If you're Lamar Jackson, the most money you will be able to make is by being non-exclusively tagged, period. Removing all emotions from it. Oh. The most money that Lamar Jackson could make at this junction in time is if another team is going to come in and offer him more money that the Ravens now have to match. How do you dictate earning potential? You increase demand, you increase supply, you decrease the uh, uh, supply, you increase the demand. That's how the heck you do it. So at the point in which there's only one Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. if you want to increase that potential, you got to increase the demand on Lamar Jackson. The Ravens is not the increase of demand. All 31 teams are the increase of demand. So in my mind, I understand the emotions of, oh, this is disrespectful. I can't believe that. But y'all, remove your emotions and start thinking about that money. That's the best way to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but I, I get that. But it is disrespectful, man. Like, I look at a guy like Coach Harbaugh, right? When he was on top, they didn't play around with his contract. That made him one of the highest paid coaches in the league, right? The ownership. They're making all this money off Lamar Jackson's back. Nobody, nobody. I mean, if you look at the, the, the Ravens, like, he's the best player, hands down. And it's like, you could do so much for a franchise, and they could just trade you. Mm -hmm. They could just cut you. And you say take the emotions out of it, but that's hard. Yeah. Because sure. he's gonna get money anywhere. So the money part, I, I get that. He's gonna get money whoever he goes. The Ravens or if it's whoever team it is, it's to matter how much. But the disrespect part, I think it with, with the honey badgers talking about, it's like you could do everything for a franchise, right? Be he's great in the community, stuff that he don't have to do that he does. He's not from Baltimore, he's from Florida. Mm -hmm. He does a lot of things in, the, in that community. The fans love him, they come there because of Lamar Jackson. All the wins they have, the ones to the playoffs, that's Lamar Jackson. I mean, he has the most, out of all the other superstars, he has this much help, where they have tr tremendous amount of help. So I just feel like the disrespectful part is like, you won't, you won't try Josh Allen like that. No. The Bills won't do that. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they won't play with Patrick Mahomes. They won't do that. But Lamar, I don't know what it is, and I don't want to, you know, create a narrative, but it's like I, I haven't seen no disrespect like this ever in my whole entire career playing and even watching. Mm, that's strong. That's strong. He's not wrong. What year did Lamar Jackson win the MVP? 19, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, I think it was 19. 19. Was it second, you, third year, second how year? How do you not start the conversation right Because you know what's coming. 
You know what's coming. How you have a conversation then? Hey, look, we want to keep you here. We're going to keep you here long term. We're going to offer you a crazy long contract. It's going to be the money's going to be spread out. We're going to make sure that you're paid. We'll be able to renegotiate so we can bring in more players. You know who did mm. that? Patrick. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. How long do you think Lamar Jackson is going to play for? If you thought he was going to play for five more years, you feel good saying Lamar Jackson's going to play for another five years. Yeah. yeah. He'll be good for another five years. Mm-hmm. Why would you not get this deal done? They waited, and now the market got reset. It is disrespectful. There's no way, there's no two ways about it. You're right. You wouldn't play Josh Allen like this. You wouldn't play Patrick Mahomes like this. This is a league MVP. All pros, hard to do. League MVP? Unanimous. I can't even imagine that. <laughs> a unanimous MVP? Yeah. It's crazy. At the quarterback position? It just is disrespectful. It is. And if the, at the moment that the Deshaun Watson deal got done and you talked to Lamar Jackson and he was like, this is, what, this is the money that we want. In my mind, that's very simple. Are you ever going to move off of this? Is this the money that you want and you're, not, you're never going to move off of this? All right, cool. We don't feel comfortable paying anybody that. We don't feel comfortable doing that. So let's, let's, let's work together to find you a place that will pay that and we'll get, we'll get a deal that we don't want this to be messy. We have respect for you, for what you've done for this organization, the tickets that you sold, what you've done in the community. Now it's messy. Now we're talking about this every day. Money. It is. It's an emotional thing. What? I'm laughing because I'm just like, I wish owners were that nice, Joy, but like what you're saying is, it's just it, not possible. It's cool. just you don't not have to be possible. nice. You don't have to be nice. But fans remember this stuff. I'm telling you, fans are not cool with what's going on here. And you know what else they won't be cool with? When you don't have a quarterback and you're losing every single week. Uh, true. Then the owners don't care about then, that. Then they don't care yeah. about that. Well, okay. I, again, and this is, this is my problem with this. If they want to risk that, that's fine. You play in a division with Mike Tomlin. You're going to lose one of those games every single year. You play in a division with Joe Burrow. You play in a division with the Cleveland Browns who just paid Deshaun Watson. Who are you beating in this division without Lamar Jackson? Who are you beating? I would love to see it. I want to see it. I'm interested. Uh, forgive me that I don't know this. Who votes for NFL MVP? Got to be writers. I would say the writers. It's not players. The writers, okay. they do that. Writing, it's not, it's not Associated the, Press. Yeah, it's not the owners. Press. It's no. not the owners. It's not the GMs. It's not the coaches. And that's where I agree with you, Joy, in that if they were going to make a long-term deal, the time to strike would have been he's, he's – the NFL MVP, unanimous. Quite clearly, the Baltimore Ravens did not believe that while he won that award, that he was their most valuable player, that he was the reason that they were what they were, that he was a beneficiary of their team, not vice versa. Because otherwise, you do what you do with Patrick Mahomes, which is we got our guy and we'll figure out the rest, but we want to lock this guy up long-term because we think we're always going to win with him. Mm-hmm. And the harsh Reality is they have not always won for one reason or another. They have not gone to the finish line or gotten anywhere close to the finish line with Lamar Jackson. So their view is you're not that. And Shady, you brought it up earlier about like he's in. He's okay. So he's not Patrick Mahomes. Well, how far away is he? And that's where the real distinction here is. He's better than Deshaun Watson, who got more money. Right. Okay, he's the best quarterback available to get paid. The Ravens already told us paying Deshaun Watson that money was a mistake. Expecting that the Ravens would then make the same mistake is simply not living in reality. So here's where we're going to find out whether the disrespect is simply the Baltimore Ravens mm. or whether it's the entire league 
looks at Lamar Jackson and says, you were unanimous MVP and you're a really good quarterback, but you're not as good as you think you are. That's where we're going to discover. And it it, it kind of shocks me a little bit. Like, I think this is the time for him to strike, right? Because the quarterback, there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. Right. We, you know, we just learned that there are five teams that have already dipped on Lamar Jackson. That, to me, is a message that the Baltimore mean, Ravens are not alone. Five teams are, five teams are really saying we're not in the market oh, I, I, for I don't Lamar. Know, that's smoke screens. I just said that the, the Browns said, oh, we, we, we don't want Deshaun Watson. And they gave him the highest paid quarterback contract ever. And real quick, to push back on you, he don't have to be better than, than, than Patrick Mahomes. He don't have to be this much far off Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't matter. In the market, the market's the market. So every year it jumps over somebody. It was a, t- a period where Patrick Mahomes was the highest paid quarterback. Somebody jumped over him. It happens like that. So that, that's irrelevant how much better Patrick Mahomes is, better than Lamar Jackson. Right now, the market's the market. And the market says that he should get paid at the highest market because right now he's the best quarterback available to get paid. That's how it works. Shady's been paid a lot of money. He would know. Because AP was better than me, but then I I jumped and then I hopped. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we got to hop over to basketball coming up because LeBron James, one of the greatest ever, he's done something that I think everybody watching and listening to this show right now can relate to. He's been boosting his son, but is he putting too much pressure on Bronny? This is a conversation you do not want to miss. Very, very fascinating. I look forward to it. You get to next week. You are now entering the Noble Zone, sponsored by Credible. Great race with none of the bull. Well, transitioning to one of the more fascinating topics, LeBron James has made no secret that he wants to play with his son, Bronny, under the current rules. Bronny cannot be drafted until 2024. But now, LeBron is comparing his son to other players in the NBA. LeBron tweeted last night, Man, Bronny definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today. <laughs> Blank, lightweight, hilarious. <laughs> crying emoji, crying emoji, crying, laughing emoji. Joy, here's the real question, man. We've been talking about this for a long, long time now. This is fascinating for me. Is LeBron putting too much <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry about that. It wasn't Bronny. T- I was, I'm really, yeah, I really sneezed. just like... I was, do three minute commercial I was trying to do it on, off air, but like. And then we weren't on camera. It's okay, Shady. It's all right. I'm this. That was just such an aggressive sneezer. I'm, I had to go I'm an aggressive sneezer, too. That's why I understand. Well, I'm yeah. aggressive. God, yeah. Can we get some hand sanitizer? I've, le- <laughs> I've learned how to, to <laughs> suppress them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have COVID, though, so I'm good. He covered his, his nose. What was the question? You might, <laughs> you might not, but we might have. <laughs> Is LeBron putting too much pressure on Bronny? Sorry about that, Joy. Um, it's cool. No, I don't think he is. How much more pressure is Bronny going to have in his life than playing basketball as LeBron James' son? Mm. Let me just say this now, because we're going to talk about Bronny a lot over the next couple years. Mm. Let me just say this to you. Mm. I'm going to stand on this. Stand on it. If you expect LeBron James' son... To be as good as LeBron James, please, please let me know now so I can just remove myself from listening to the content for the, in perpetuity. I don't expect Giannis Antetokounmpo to be as good as LeBron James. 
It's LeBron James. It's, it's Michael Jordan. I don't care. I don't care. I don't think Giannis is going to have as good of a career as LeBron James. Is that an outlandish statement? Mm-mm. No, I don't know. So why would I expect Bronny to have the same career as LeBron James? Mm. If Bronny is half as good as LeBron James, that's a rousing success. LeBron James is considered by many to be the greatest basketball player in the history of planet Earth. So maybe, just maybe, for once, we manage our expectations on someone, and I'm going to suggest that it's Bronny. Now, look, LeBron did say he was better than some NBA players. No. I think that we can all agree that he's maybe exaggerating a little bit on that. But guess what? If you're not going to put praise on your son, who are you praising? I'm never going to tell a father not to talk big about his child. I don't have kids. I don't have kids. I don't want them. But I will always talk big about my nieces and nephews. If you ask me who this, who's the best tight end in a, who's the best tight end in college football? Who's the best tight end in college football? Mason Taylor, LSU. Mason Taylor, LSU. That's somebody else. Okay. It's Mason Taylor. He plays for LSU. Go Tigers. That's it. You got to ask somebody else. All right. It ain't going to be me. So is he adding more pressure? Only if you think that LeBron, that Bronny should be as good as LeBron James. Are you Joy Taylor? Or are you going to say to Travis Kelsey, Mason Taylor, you can't hold his jock. Well, Mason's not in the league. But when he gets in the league, yeah. Okay. But he's, is Bronny James in the league? Well, uh, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. Okay. Bronny said he said some of these cats. <laughs> he didn't say Giannis. He didn't say Steph you know Curry. I'm not going to get anywhere with you. He said let some of these cats. No, I'm not going to get anywhere with you. Some of these cats. Let me turn it here. <laughs> When you, when you guys hear, when, when people say, hey, Alabama, they could beat such and such NFL team. What's your reaction? No. I laugh. I scoff Yeah, they it. could. Right. Right. It's an insult. Hold up. Every like what? <laughs> the Texas is bad, bad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm bad, but I, I'll be with you. I'm with you, but you watch that Texas, they be like, whoa. Maybe not Bama. You got to say Georgia. My bad. Georgia. My bad. Georgia. My fault. No, My bad. My bad, but the Texas, the Texas is All bad. Right. You know my, my, my I guess, point I get you. Yeah, I get you. I'm is, with you. Ronnie is in high school. Yeah. Yep. And you're saying he's better than some pros. And... There's a question of exactly how good Bronny is, and obviously he's got to go to college and where he's going to go to college and all that. You can praise Bronny and what he is, and I have no problem with LeBron doing that. But now you're setting, now you're, you're setting an expectation and you're, you're waving the red flag in front of all these pro players. Now, I don't know whether generations have changed, but if somebody would say, oh, yeah, my son's better than you, and I'm a pro, and that kid's showing up, I, man, it's, my respect is on the line. I got to – really? This high school cat may not even be the best player on his high school team. You're saying he's better than me? Like, and he wasn't specific. So I'm thinking every NBA player is looking at that going – No, everybody knows who some of these cats are. All right. Well, regardless. Like Travis Kelsey ain't some of these cats. He's the cat. Regardless. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm an NBA player, if I'm the 12th man on the team, and you're telling me some high school cat is better than me right now, man, I can't wait till he shows up in the league. And Bronny, that's a, that's a check that LeBron wrote that now Bronny has cash. to cash. What's the, what's the, um, the ball's dad? What's his LeVar name? Ball. LeVar Ball. I have it right here. So, LeVar, I'm sorry. I, by the way, I love him. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think that the way he went about it with his kids, that's adding pressure. Every interview you see, they don't even talk. He's doing all the talking. How great he is, how Magic Johnson's not this, how LeBron. 
That's adding real pressure. So now when you get into the league, they're licking their chops. I can't wait to get him. I think what LeBron James is really saying, right, was just when you watch some of these games and some of these players, I would agree with him. Like, they make some bonehead moves, bad decision-making, bad shot selections, turnovers, dumb plays. Turn the ball over, don't play no defense. Where a kid, like, I always talk about how, like, um, Jalen Hurts, the, the way he comes off, you could tell that he's a son of a coach. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is like a coach, mm-hmm. right? He talked about how his IQ. Ronnie's a smart player. So when I so when I when I when I when I see him tweet that, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Like, oh, he's talking about these a lot of these players out here making these dumb decisions. They're in the NBA, right, for five six years, where my son's in high school and I've taught him the basketball game, right? His IQ's probably. A lot higher than a lot of these NBA players. So I think he was talking more on that end. So I don't think that he's saying or, or causing more, you know, pressure. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, you, you're LeBron James, you know, son. If you decide to play basketball, everybody's thinking you're going to be the next. So I don't think it's added pressure. I just think that he was saying is basically, I think my son's a higher IQ than a lot of these other, you know, NBA players. They're not making bonehead moves. What's Bronny's real name? On James Jr. James, he's a junior. Yeah. <laughs> the pressure was at birth. The second he named his child right. yeah. LeBron James Jr., that is where the pressure was instantaneously added. But I'm a joy. I love what LeBron's doing oh, in every so. facet. I mean, in, in, in a space where fathers aren't supportive enough, aren't present enough, aren't active enough, you got Bron not only being supportive, present, and active, but you got him boosting his son. But more importantly than this, and this is why I love it, Sometimes you need somebody to believe in you what you don't even yet believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. So if Bronny has doubts about just how good he is, because many have him as not the best player on his team, many have him as a four-star, many say that at best he'll be a role player, many say at best he'll be a marginal or fringe NBA player, then you need somebody, let alone somebody mm. who happens to just be the greatest player the in the goat. history of basketball, one of the two, you need somebody to believe in you, but you might not even yet believe in yourself. Sorry, Sick, I got to go to break. Put that hand down. <laughs> Coming up, we got to take care of some fans. Got him. Business. <laughs> Do not go anywhere. LSU. Look, Brock Bowers Now, look, people were uh, saying that Tom Brady might be coming back. He tweeted though earlier and said, anyone who thinks I got time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. I ain't got no kitten, so I'm out of this one. A anyway. kitten? Kittens are hard. Are they not? A puppy, I would uh, believe. Y'all never had a cat? I don't deal with cats and kittens and all that. I don't do Cats are great. Stuff. I want one of those hairless cats. Nah, cats don't have no real emotions. I like dogs to show me they love no, me and no, miss no, me. No, 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 cats, cats give you the love you deserve. That's why people don't like cats. Cats will eat you if they're hungry. Dogs gonna sit there. And Cats are dogs. No, 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 no. A cat will sit there with you and if it's starving. Yeah. They'll eat you when you're dead. They give you a, do- a dog. A dog is gonna cry there with you. Yeah, they you. Protect you. Yeah, they'll like you from what? The cat. Yeah, okay. Got a hairless Man, cat. I gotta watch cats. you. Dog. A hairless cat. Cat. Dog person. I'm a dog person. Oh no. Cats. That's it for us. Thanks for hanging with me all tomorrow.